Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. It's me, Brooklyn. I hope that you're all having a really, really lovely weekend. Now, I know I was going to do a podcast episode for you on Wednesday. However, I did get a little bit waylaid because, uh, as you know, my word for this year is all about um, refining and improving, not making more stuff, just refining what I already have. And so as part of that, I decided to close down my member vault account and close down my ClickFunnels account and a few other bibs and bobs and I'm moving everything over to Thrivecart and I wanted to do it really quickly um, because I wanted minimal disruption. <laughs> so do you know what I realized? There is so much content <laughs> in both of those memberships and every single piece had to be bought over individually. Oh my gosh, it must have been hundreds. It took longer than I thought, but I think I got it done super quickly and I'm proud of that. So um, if you are in Private Practice 101 or in the inner circle, you already have access to your beautiful, new, simple, easy to use beautiful portal so you can jump in there and have a look um, and I've nearly finished moving over everything for marketing with soul so that's done I also of course want to say thank you to people who connected with me following the last episode you know who you are and uh, it was really lovely I, I hadn't expected anybody to reach out um, and quite a few people did and do you know what it was so interesting because I never really thought that it was a that much of a big deal you know um but I didn't realize I guess that other people are and I, sh- I should know this but other people are where I used to be uh and they're sort of on the precipice of should I go and have an assessment myself you know um so many people resonated with what I was talking about with things like um symptoms associated with attention deficit um not only the hyperactive type but which I don't have but I do have the inattentive type um but there's also that third type so even little things like that you know people started to think oh you know what that's been on my mind for a while maybe I should you know go and have an assessment and it was just really interesting to because you forget sometimes when you're in your own little world you forget that sometimes there are people that you know are are not catching up but they're, they're right where you used to be in that place of you know is everything all right or do I need some some kind of support the other thing that I want to say is um it really surprised me to hear that people were sharing with me oh you've got such a good attitude about it (laughs) I never really 
I don't know. It never really seemed like a bad thing to to have that diagnosis. It just made a whole heap of sense to me and I was very, very thankful for it. So yeah, it makes a world of sense to me. But anyway, what I want to talk with you about today is manifesting because we have quite a manifesting superstar in one of our groups and we have been in each other's circles for, hmm, I would have to say maybe three or four years now. And I love this lady so much because, you know, she takes on board the suggestions and she follows everything to the letter. And guess what? She's manifesting some amazing stuff. I mean, she's manifested um, since I've known her. It was new psychologist for her practice I think there was a a new location at one point Um, somebody else managed to manifest a a new home and and a a partner and all this sort of stuff and it's just it's oh I love it so much and if you would like to hear some of the episodes that I've recorded in the past on manifesting which give you the absolute how-tos then all you need to do is scroll down on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on because in its original form this podcast used to be called the manifest with change podcast um and so yeah you will hear the podcast go through a few little facelifts <laughs> along the years. Um, but all the golden stuff is right at, right at the start. Um, all the information about manifesting is there. But for those of you who haven't listened to that yet, uh, it's probably a good thing as well because, you know what, I've been doing it for longer now and I have even more experience and more knowledge and I've done more training. So what I'm going to do today is... Um, give you some more information about manifesting and how you can use it for your business. So I guess the first thing to understand is actually there is a lot of science behind manifesting and as much as some um, professions like to think that this is a bit left of center and it's a little bit woo and you know well you know we don't want to bring the profession down by talking about manifesting. I'm not saying go and do it with clients. I'm talking about you in private practice for yourself as a tool that you can use to help you call in the things that you're already already dreaming about because I believe whatever is desired by you is destined for you but a whole bunch of us don't know how to get there because we get stuck in our heads we get stuck in the action taking we're in that employee mindset right we're in that employee mindset where we have been trained and conditioned and programmed to think that you've got to work hard and you've got to be told what to do and you can't have initiative and da 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 and so you you and you got to work really hard and so with that sort of mindset it makes it very difficult to believe otherwise and it also took me time to believe otherwise and it has for lots of members of our communities however the reality is that manifesting simply means you're bringing something into existence that's all so you know all of you who already have a private practice you manifested that Those of you who've gone and, you know, got your diplomas, you manifested that. Those of you who got your first team member, you manifested that. Those of you who got your first premises, you manifested that, okay? Anything you think of that then becomes real in the world is manifestation. 
And there are a few things that drive it. But the really important thing that drives success in manifestation, in my experience, is the capacity and the willingness and the diligence around focusing. It is work. Manifesting is work. It's not hard work, but it requires intentional focus and commitment. And even just recently, you would remember when I went to Dalesford recently. Now, keep in mind, I only work like six hours a week, but through ma- through the process of manifestation, I managed to call in $8,000 while I was on holidays and didn't see any clients. Um, and there were different tools that I used throughout that, as I shared in that um, episode for you. Now, since we all love the idea of manifesting. It's not enough just to use your oracle cards or your tarot cards or your spiritual practices. No, what's going to make it work. This is the thing that people don't talk about, but what will absolutely make it work for you is you have to, you have to carve out time every single day, morning, afternoon, evening the more time you can give it the more powerful it's going to become and the more quickly I'd like to think you can achieve whatever it is you've set your sights on you need to be able to dedicate you know 15 minutes five minutes something every single day throughout the day and it's that focus that helps because anything you put into your awareness you see more of Right, the science behind that, go and have a look at the reticular activating system. It's a part of the brain that wants to please you. And so it goes out into the world and it retrieves all the information to support what you already believe to be true. So herein lies the other thing, right? You have to believe that it's going to happen. If you have any doubt, then it's not going to happen. In psychology, we would call this a self-fulfilling prophecy. Okay, again, scientific term, (laughs) self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, And external locus of control, internal locus of control, all of those kinds of things play a role here. So you have to believe that whatever you desire is destined for you and you have to believe that it's on its way to you and you have to believe that it's already happened and you have to understand that in that moment of of belief there's such confidence and conviction and ease and you know it's there it's just a matter now of waiting for reality to catch up okay and going back even further You know, we talk about everything being energy and it is. And you know what? One of the films that really helped me wrap my head around this when I was first learning. Now, it's an old film. It was an independent film. It is not fantastic in terms of movie quality or anything like that. But the content is gold. It was called What the Bleep Do We Know? It was called What the Bleep Do We Know? And it's the science of manifesting. And it's got um, John Ashraf, Rhonda Byrne, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, a whole lot of people. And um, you learn about one of the things that was really powerful for me in there was um, the double slit experiment. And I'm probably going to explain this wrong. If you watch the film, which is on YouTube and on, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I think I saw it on YouTube. Um, 
the double slit experiment demonstrates scientifically that you know particles so everything being energy and you've got atoms and particles and um, all this sort of stuff right everything's spinning and there's a nothing solid there's, there's no, virtually no such thing as solid matter under a microscope everything is made up of like it looks like little capsules and there's like 99.999999 to infinity uh space inside those capsules and just a tiny whiny 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 little bit of matter but what happens is they all congregate they all come together to make a form whether it's your microphone or your coffee cup or your um, mobile phone your, your computer your crystals whatever none of it's solid and uh Anyway, one of the things that the scientists learned was that when they're watching the behavior of uh, an atom, I think it was an atom or a particle, but um, when they um, were not watching it, it would behave in a certain way. And then when they did observe it, it would change its behavior. And this was, dem- this was deemed to uh, mean that, energy has consciousness or energy is consciousness oh no it's a big thing right but go and watch the movie <laughs> and yeah I'm just going to preface um, reference sorry Dr. Joe Dispenza's work again it's just amazing and he explains it better than I can but anyway so if you understand that everything's energy and consciousness is energy then you understand that your thoughts are also energy right in our brains we've got electricity we can measure brain waves we measure alpha delta beta theta right we you know that there's energy there everything's energy so whatever you think has its own frequency too Okay, and you you can see again if you want to go and have a look on YouTube, you can. But you can see when somebody's feeling their the way that they're feeling is congruent with what they're thinking or believing in that moment. The frequency that their you know brain and body are giving off is high, right? It's high vibration. That's what we mean when we say high vibe it looks like very close together zigzags so close together so close together so close together when we're feeling in a low state and we don't have much energy and we're just in a frump you know we are in low frequency so these zigzags are barely even zigzags they're barely even bumps on a very straight otherwise line and that is called a low vibration, low vibe, okay? In order to manifest, we need to be in coherence. We need to be in congruence with what we're thinking and what we're feeling about this thing that we want. This is what you need to understand. You have to believe that it's true and you have to believe that it can happen. So to give you an example from the other week, I was there in the spa reading his book Joe's book and I was getting all excited and then I thought oh, I'm going to check my Stripe account again so I reach over and I grab my phone I check my Stripe account and there's more money in it right I don't even know how it's happening and it's not my job to know how it's happening the universe takes care of the how right I get to take my foot off the brake I get to stop doing 
all the things. I'm just sitting there in the spa. And then I think to myself, wow, you know, this is so much money to have received while I'm away. And then I say, wouldn't it be nice if I could do this again tomorrow? Wouldn't it be nice if I could get another $1,000? Wouldn't it be nice if I could get another $1,500? Now, then what you have to do is you have to believe it's possible. And there I am sitting in the bath in the middle of the week, looking at my Stripe account, and I've already got evidence right there in black and white that it's possible. I can't argue with that. And so to get myself even believing it even more, I have to acknowledge it. So I say it out loud. Well, Brooklyn, you've already done it a few times this week. Of course, it's possible for you to do it again. And then I allow myself to tune into how I felt when I saw that money was there. And I felt bright and happy and wow, this really works. And, you know, this is amazing. And I was really aware I wanted to be very intentional about remembering the feeling in my body. I want to remember how does my body feel when the manifestation works, when this intentional, deliberate co-creation works and I get the result. How does it feel in my body? Well, my body wasn't tingling or anything like that. My body was um, like full of energy. Like all of a sudden, I wasn't relaxing in the spa anymore. All of a sudden, I wanted to get out of the spa and do a happy dance and run around the backyard, right? I was energized. And so I told myself, mental note, this is how you feel. When when manifestation works for you, you feel bright. You're smiling so big, Brooklyn, that your cheeks are sore. You feel energized you want to run you want to squeal and and you want to get on the phone and ring your mum and tell her that you did it again and do you know what I mean and you want to wrap everybody up in this high vibe feeling so I made mental notes about that feeling because then the next step was to think about okay what am I going to manifest for tomorrow so I told myself all right tomorrow I'm calling in another thousand dollars or another fifteen hundred dollars and I closed my eyes and I allowed myself to remember the feeling of having manifested something so I allowed myself to feel energized again I allowed myself to smile so big my cheeks were hurting Um, I allowed myself to really just Um, imagine running around squealing calling my friends calling my family letting everyone know what what happened that I did it again so this is the thing even though it hadn't happened I want to experience the vibration of it happening and here's why because when I do that I create coherence that coherence between um, what what I want and and what's out there waiting okay and the reason that we want to activate coherence is because when we are in that state of you know we're in the high vibe we are sending out again going back to like those little squiggly patterns the up and down v's the zigzags we're sending out a vibration we're sending out and that vibration has information on it don't you agree even when we look at other forms of information like the um, EEG reports and the, uh, you know, um, even the, the frequencies for the radio, 
right? Even the frequencies for the Wi-Fi, all those frequencies, while we cannot see them, they carry information. And it's the same with us. We're like our own little antennas um, sending out and receiving back from the universe. And so although we can't see it, by us already embodying the feeling of having that, It tells the universe that the universe needs to match us. The universe needs to become congruent with us. And so the universe then goes about doing whatever it needs to do in the way it needs to do it to bring this into your reality. Now, the thing that happens, the thing that trips people up is they don't allow them the the indulgence of believing it's already happened they can't wrap their head around that they don't allow themselves or they might they might just say I am going to get a thousand dollars tomorrow and repeat that over and over but not believing it and not feeling it so they're in a lower vibration they're going to get back stuff that's in a lower vibration they're the people who don't manifest um or they don't manifest the things that they say that they want is what I should say instead um where was I going with this um Sorry, I've just lost my train of thought. I know I do this all the time. I get so carried away. Um, anyway, the yeah, you need to focus on it and you need to be intentional with it. You need to believe it. And it's those things that, that make it a success for you. And this is the other thing too. There's going to be a lag. There's going to be a lag in you doing this work and the thing that you want actually turning up in your world there is going to be a lapse of time it doesn't happen well it can but it's very rarely that it happens immediately Um, it's going to take time and so just because it doesn't happen today or tomorrow or next week doesn't mean it's not happening you have to hold the faith and you need to continue your manifestation practice of tuning into the feeling of this amazing I've already received it I've already got it this is how I feel in my body this is how I feel emotionally this is what I'm thinking to myself do you know what I mean like that is the the golden key right there if there's any underlying doubt if there's any underlying disbelief you won't manifest this thing that you say that you want and so if that's happened to you before it's not that manifesting doesn't work for you it's that um, we just need to I guess explore a little bit more deeply about you know any beliefs that you might be experiencing that could be impacting on this so for example when I first started trying to manifest money because of my you know horrible money background I never believed it was true that money was just going to like turn up for me but it did and you know what a few years ago now I did mention this on the podcast actually manifest change podcast so you can go back and listen to it then you'll hear all the details but um, a few years ago I needed to manifest $20,000 and I actually ended up manifesting $40,000 in about two weeks just by random things. And that was the other thing I learned. Like I always believed before I learned how to consciously and intentionally manifest, I always believed that I needed to be doing stuff. And I always believed that um, my success was going to be a result of the effort or the, the work that I put into it. And so it was very strange and unusual and unsettling for me to start receiving things um, 
you know, in unusual ways. So, for example, with that $20,000 and then it became forty, I thought I was going to get that money by opening up more client sessions and doing more work and stuff like that. But actually the money came to me in really unusual ways. So you never know how things are going to happen for you, but they will happen. So just trust it. If you need extra money for your practice and you're thinking, well, maybe I should raise my fees or maybe I should cut back on some expenses or something like that, you watch. There'll be some random way money finds its way to you. So that's not your job. But your job is to believe it and feel it and then you'll see it. So... I know it's a lot to wrap your head around, especially if you're somebody who thinks the opposite way and you're like, I'll believe it when I see it. It's you have to believe it first in order to call it in. Okay. And anybody can do this. And do you know what? You're manifesting all the time. You're probably just not doing it consciously or conscientiously. (laughs) Um, Everything that you've got in your business is a direct manifestation of your past thoughts, feelings and behaviors. You know, it's starting to sound a little bit like CBT now, isn't it? But it really is. Um, If you thought, oh, it's going to be so hard to get clients, I'm never going to get clients and, oh, I don't want to ring the the referrers and I don't want to, oh, I hate doing all of this sort of stuff. I think I'll go and write an email instead, you know, Um, then chances are like that, that's a very different vibration, isn't it? That's kind of a, 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 you can imagine the line on the, EEG there is probably quite flat and it's only got a few little humps and and dips versus somebody who finds a way that aligns with them to call in new clients and um, they're probably going to be feeling really energized by it, really excited by it, um, can't wait to do it and they believe, hey, it's so easy for me to call clients in. All I need to do is a Facebook Live. It's so easy for me to call in clients. You know, I've got great word of mouth. My work is my marketing. It's so easy for me to find clients. Clients find me easily. Clients booking with me easily and believe that those are the people that have a fully booked diary. Okay, it's not always about the next Google ad or anything like that. Yes, you can take some aligned action. I think that's always a helpful and healthy thing to do. It's much better than just leaving it in the hands of, of, you know, whatever. You want to have some sense of control over it. So yes, take some aligned action to show the universe I'm serious. So if you're wanting to manifest more clients some aligned action you could take is instead of chasing clients leave that to the universe but why don't you go and open up some space in your diary or if you want more time for your admin why don't you go and create some diary space for that do you know what I mean even little things like that can support the universe because energy doesn't know time and distance and and all all of that sort of stuff right there people say oh time's a human construct and it really truly is you know the the trees don't know about time right animals don't know about time but we have this we created this concept of time so we could be organized so we could live our lives but we're the only things I think that that use time so please be mindful that you know when you're trying to manifest although you may say it is 
December 31, 2023, and I have manifested. You know what? That It's lovely to set that intention, but don't hold on tightly to it and then December 31st comes and nothing's happened and you think it doesn't work. Just remember what we're talking about today. We're the only ones that bother with time and nothing else and no one else. So don't worry too much about your time frame. I also believe that if you want things to manifest more quickly into your private practice, the more attention you give it, the more quickly you'll come because you're going to be strengthening that vibration. It's kind of like doing a workout at the gym, right? You're not just going to sit down and maybe think about what you really want, get in the, to the feeling of already having it and just surrendering and, and, and you know trusting that the universe will provide only once. You can't just do it once. Well, you can but is that going to be as, as strong a signal as somebody who does it maybe morning and, and afternoon? I mean, if you have a client who doesn't show up, that's a great time for you to spend five minutes just daydreaming about how awesome your practice is going to be when you've got this new team member, right, for example. So you get what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. I think what happens, and my experience of this as well, is any time I go away, I go away from the business, I go away from home, you know, Gabe's getting babysat, um, you know, I'm just totally on my own in the country by myself for like five or six days. That's when I'm really able to focus on manifesting because I don't have anybody around me saying, what are you doing? What are you doing that for? That's never going to work, blah, blah, blah. I don't have any of that. I don't have the distractions around me of, oh, Gabe needs to get up and, and go outside. Oh, I've got to, you know, make mum a cup of tea now or I've got to feed Gabe or, you know, oh, somebody's messaging me on Facebook because they can't find their login. It's I don't have all those distractions, right? And I really believe that because I'm distraction free, it's so much easier for me to manifest and I can manifest things more quickly because honest to goodness, I I can, and I enjoy the process of manifesting. I love it so much. Who doesn't want to feel amazing? Who doesn't want to feel energized? Who doesn't want to feel like they've just received so much stuff? It's an amazing feeling. And so when I'm away, before I even get out of bed in the morning, I can just be stretching in bed, just waking up and feel so cozy and comfy. And I'm just going to allow myself to just take a minute and just tune into that feeling of, oh my gosh, I know I'm going to wake up to another thousand dollars today I know that it's going to be there and I already can feel this energy rising up within me and da 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 and I'm smiling and I'm getting happy and I can feel the energy coming and it's it's bubbling up and it's bubbling up and it's bubbling up and then I just want to get out of bed and I'm so excited and um, I don't check my Stripe account first thing in the morning I check it at night and you know and, and then I just think to myself what do I want to do today that's going to bring me joy because joy is one of the feelings that I get when I manifest so I know if I can be in that feeling then I'm sustaining that vibration I need to be in to call in whatever it is I want for my business so for me it's I get so much joy from going to Empress and Wolf and buying crystal jewelry. I get so much joy from walking around, um, uh, you know, Mill Market or sitting down there and having something to eat. I get so much joy from driving. I love to go for long country drives. And so I will drive from 
uh, Dalesford to Ballarat or I'll drive from Dalesford to Malden. There's a shop there, a kitchen shop called Much Ado, and I love to just go there. It's always empty and I could just take my time just pottering and just and I just feel so good and I can listen to my music and I just feel so alive and so good and I'm, I'm just I'm not even thinking about what I'm trying to manifest I'm just in that feeling you know and then for the rest of the day I'm just asking myself what do I want to do and I'm like I want to go to the convent now okay go to the convent we're going to do that and I go to the convent and I'm happy and it's like well now I'm at the convent what am I going to do oh I'm going to sit down for a minute and I'm just going to appreciate being here in this space and I want to look at the stained glass and I want to think about all the people that have passed through here when it was more active and I, I want to explore and I want to connect. And then I ask myself, what do I want to eat? And I'm thinking, well, I really want a minestrone soup. So I'll go and I'll find one. And then that feels good. And it's just the whole week is just about satisfying my id. <laughs> it's just about being totally selfish and doing whatever I want to do um, that's I don't know. And do you know what? Whenever you're doing whatever you want to do, don't you feel good? And so it's that. And then coming home, again, doing whatever I want to do, which is I'm a water baby, obviously. I love to sit in the spa. So I'm sitting in the spa and I'm just, I'm nourishing myself. I'm nourishing my mind. I'm reading all of these books. I'm just feeling so good. And then I think, oh yeah, what am I manifesting again? And I allow myself to just stop reading, put everything down, put my hands on my heart. And I just allow myself to cultivate that feeling. I can bring it right up. I can bring it right up. And it only takes a few minutes. It's not like an hour exercise or anything. And then before I go to bed, I'll do it again. And I'll be thinking about gratitude. I'll be thinking about how much I appreciated being able to do all the things I did that day, right? Which feels like you might go, oh, well, she didn't really do anything. She's just kind of driving around and shopping. But <laughs> for me, I mean, how often do you get to just do whatever you want to do? <laughs> so for me, it feels really awesome. And so then I think to myself, oh, yeah, I better go and check my Stripe account and check the Stripe account. And guess what? manifested the money so I really feel like learning how to create space for yourself like it's always so much easier for me to do this when I'm away when I come back it's difficult it's harder for me because and I don't know what it's like for you but it can be harder because you're back to real life you know you you've got messages coming through you've got questions coming through you've got other responsibilities you've got people needing your time and, and your attention and your support and your care and all those kinds of things um, and so it can be really really difficult and even if you're trying to um, meditate it can be really difficult because I don't know like I need total silence while I'm meditating and I can be you know, starting to meditate and get myself ready to think about what I'm manifesting, what I'm working on. And then all of a sudden, Gable starts scratching himself and I feel very distracted and I can't focus. And then I get up and I go and do something else, <laughs> or, you know, or mum will say, mum will just say, oh, can I have a cup of tea or the phone? Do you know what I mean? There's always something. So if you want it to work, you really need to be committed. And that means 
making it a priority, putting it in your calendar, in your diary as this is my space each day where I'm just going to take these five or 10 minutes and I'm going to really tune in to that version of me that's got the things they want to have. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to feel the feeling of having it now because I know that that's the pathway for me getting it. That's the pathway for me receiving it. And this is how those ladies that I mentioned at the start of the episode manifest things in their private practices. They understand this and they carve out the time, they carve out the space, they trust in the process, they believe that it works, they look at the evidence um, and they're successful with it. So I want you to know that if you do want to be manifesting in your private practice, it's absolutely possible for you to do that. But it, it takes work and patience and diligence and understanding and maybe even a little support. So you know what, you can absolutely do it. Um, as I said, when I was first starting out, the thing that really helped me so much was watching that movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? Um, I would recommend maybe starting there. Um, and yeah, if you need any help with manifesting, of course, just tap me on the shoulder in one of our groups and if I can support you in any way or give you any tips or guidance, I certainly will. Um, but the other thing that I'd like to say too is just start off with something small. Don't go for the million dollars right now because it can be too much of a leap for your subconscious mind. You know, your subconscious is going to say, well, that's not possible, you know. Um, always start incrementally. So just start with something small first, just while you're learning how to do it. Something small, something small. You're going to have a few successes and maybe you won't have a few successes and then you will have a few. It's going to be like this, like it is with learning any new skill, right? It's going to be two steps forward, one step back. But you will learn how to become proficient at manifesting in your private practice. And it's not just for private practice. You can do this for anything like you heard before. People did it for houses. Other people did it for relationships. Um, other people did it for leases on premises and properties. Like it, there isn't a limit. But what I want you to try is just before you start doing, you know, in air quotes, the serious stuff, try starting with the work that isn't so serious first. Like try and manifest finding spare change. Try and manifest seeing a butterfly today. Try try and manifest, I don't know, a, 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 a contact or a communication from someone you haven't heard of for a little while. Try, try with those sorts of things first and, and build up your confidence with it. And then try going for, I'm going to manifest $10 or, or $50 and then $100 and then $500 and then $1,000 or I'm going to manifest an inquiry or three new followers or, you know, one new booking, whatever it is. But start off really small and then build up. That's probably the fastest way for you to get um, competent and proficient with manifesting. So... I could talk about this all day. <laughs> I hope it was interesting and helpful. And um, yes, if there's anything you want to talk about with manifesting, let me know. Uh, just before we finish up, we're having a workshop on, well, you'll get an email about it in 
Uh, tomorrow I'll send the email, but I think the workshop is on the 3rd of March and it's on using AI in private practice and looking at um, what it is, uh, what you can do with it in your practice, what you shouldn't do with it in your practice, the ethics around it, all of that. Um, so you'll get that. And yeah, if you want to come along, amazing. Also, for those of you who are interested, the uh, essential forms for private practice has just been updated and we've got a bunch of new forms in there now so if you've already purchased it um, enjoy <laughs> if you would like to purchase it for your private practice uh, let me know don't, don't email me just um, send me a message on instagram at the private practice coach and i can get you the link for it or you can visit the website which is just brooklynstorm.com Okay, have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to another episode. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. <laughs> Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.